Hey, what's up, everybody? Kenny here, aka Weezy Baby, with another episode of the Friends of Flavor podcast, the podcast about finding yourself within your friends while BSing along the way. And I'm solo today. Um, I know every other week I wanted to do something with the wife, but she is currently in Atlanta celebrating her best friend. They're doing a bachelorette party there. So I had to do this podcast myself, but it's fine. On today's episode, we're going to dive into four things that I feel like I had to learn or improve on myself to grow my relationship or my marriage, I guess. That's just something I want to share with you guys, and you can determine whether they're legit or I'm just a complete psychopath. I don't know. What's up, everyone? So, like I said, um, Roth is in Atlanta having a good time, drinking, celebrating her best friend who is about to get married at the beginning of January. So, kudos to Mona and Christian, um, great friends of ours, and I wish them nothing but the best. The reason I wanted to do this episode is because Roth is out of town, so it gives me a lot of time to reflect on myself and what I had to do or what I have done to improve my marriage or more or less myself for the marriage. I know a lot of times when she goes off and do her own thing, then these are the times to where I can just think about myself and self-reflect, figure out if certain feelings I'm feeling is correct or if it's something that I just knock out and it's like, hey, what the fuck am I doing? The first thing, advice, I guess, that I had to learn or do, and I also gave this advice to my son if he ever uh, meets a woman or gets deep involved with a lady, is uh, don't overdo it. Especially in the beginning of a relationship, you don't want to play your hand or show all the things that you have to offer right in the beginning, you know, because you have to leave a little bit of mystery. You aren't revealing your hand, so you leave a little bit of surprises once you get into the relationship. And also, if you do play your hand right in the beginning, then they're going to expect it all the time. If you're the type that gives foot rubs or you know, massages and stuff like that, more or less. Women will probably expect that all the time. I know in the beginning of our relationship, I didn't mind giving massages and stuff like that, especially being young, Roth getting pregnant with Ethan at an early age. I felt like that was me stepping up and massaging her feet and giving her shoulder rubs and back rubs and stuff like that. Because I'm not carrying a baby. So, I mean, it's the least I can do. I put something inside her, you know? <laughs> More or less, I guess. Um, and so, also, going out of your way will eventually 
be a chore to you. So if you're constantly giving in to your significant other or spouse, they'll tell you, man, I'm really craving this instance, like seafood or Roth will be like, oh, I really want some crawfish or something like that. And a lot of times I will make it a point to try to fit that in my schedule. And not because it's like I'm sucking up to her, but it's kind of like as her husband, I kind of want to make her day, I guess. So I will try to find who has seafood or crawfish or whatever she's craving. And I'll go out of my way, even if I'm like on the opposite side of town, I've actually driven across town just to get her some crawfish. And uh, sometimes it's cool, but when it becomes like a hassle, then you're like, fuck, you feel almost obligated to do it because you've done it so much that if you don't do it now, she's just going to be disappointed in you or something. And she may not be, I don't know. But that's just how I feel about it. The second thing kind of ties into that. It's I had to learn to do things without expectations. So like I said, I I didn't mind giving massages or going out of my way to get her something she needed or wanted or craved. Because one, I, I did do it because I wanted to make her day. But part of me also expected something in return right so like if you're a guy you massage your wife's or girlfriend's foot or shoulder and what as a guy what do you expect right like you're like you want sex more or less but a lot of times you have to well i had to learn how to do all these things without expecting something in return because when you do these things and you don't get what you want in return, then you're just going to disappoint yourself. You're going to hurt yourself. And you're also, I guess in a way, you might start to look at your significant other in a different light, right? So you're like, well, I went out of my way to do this for you, but you can't even do something in return for me. But it shouldn't be like that, right? You should do these things because you love or want to. If you don't do it for that reason, then you're going to only hurt yourself. Not only because you're not getting what you want in return, but I think you also start to, like I said, look at the other person like, well, what the hell? You know, like, what about me? And I guess that kind of sounds selfish. As a guy, like, we deserve it too, right? The next thing is something that I kind of learned recently and I went through recently is to be honest about not wanting to attend functions. And so when we first started dating, I think we would go to parties and functions in which I'm sure my story is different for or different compared to everyone else. Well, maybe not everyone else, but majority of people is because we had kids young. And so when we did go to certain functions, uh, we would be carrying our son with us, you know, Ethan, which he's a lot older now. But when he was younger, he was a baby. So it was like, that, that sounded stupid. <laughs> when he was younger, he was a baby. Um, but we would go to these functions and it'd be something that she wanted to attend 
And so, of course, it's a bunch of people she knows, her relatives, uh, her friends. And at that point in time, you know, I wasn't close to anyone. So, one, I kind of really didn't want to go. And two, I knew that when I went, it more or less felt like I was just there to babysit while she went around and mingled. And um, to me, that kind of hurt my feelings or... It just made me not feel wanted. I think as I got older and as our kids got older, of course our kids stay home now, I've made it a point to understand that it's okay to tell her that, hey, uh, you know, I'm, I'm tired or I'm just not feeling it, so I'm just going to stay home. For the most part, she's okay with it, and if she's not, she'll, if she really wants me to be somewhere, she'll let me know. If I'm up for it, I will try to, you know, be a, team player about it and go and not be such a sourpuss more or less because if you if you go somewhere and you don't really want to be there then you are going to be a grouch you're more or less just going to be like hey can we go at that point you're not only being a hole to her but you're also not letting her enjoy herself and you're not letting her mingle or catch up with her friends or family that she may not get to spend a lot of time with. And I think that's something I can definitely say I'm thankful for in our early stages of our relationship is that Roth definitely sacrificed all of that to be with me and to be with Ethan, you know, because we had him so young. And she's just now getting into that stage where she's she wants to be around her friends and family more often because with everything going on, you know, that's all she got. I'm okay with that. And I'm also starting to, you know, be a little bit more comfortable around her family as well. So, um, and her friends, I mean, I know I'm super socially awkward, but I'm making it a point to not be that way because it makes her happy. And I'm more or less about that. And because she gave up all that when we were younger, I feel like now that we're older, it's the least I can do. And also, like if if you if you're being a grump by not being there, then she's gonna feel obligated to come around and check up on you and be like, "You good? You all right? You need this? Do you need that? Um, are you having a good time?" Da da da. And of course, you're just like, "Yeah, I'm fine," but. In actuality, you may not be, you know, and she can't enjoy herself if she's constantly checking up on you or, you know, making sure you're okay. We definitely got a lot better in that aspect. And same goes for her. I think she is pretty good about going, well, if you want to go, then just go. I'm going to stay home. And I think we both um, respect that from one another. We don't take offense to it. And the last thing, I think, I actually feel like I'm still learning about this. It's something that I feel like I'm getting better at, but I'm not 100% improved on. I mean, at least I can acknowledge it and I'm working on it. So um, there's that. And what I'm talking about is jealousy. To me, there's good and there's bad jealousy. The good jealousy would be just being jealous in some of the attention that she may get from other males. 
I'm okay with some of it just for the fact that, I mean, you have a hot spouse or your significant other, you know, like if you have a hot husband or wife, then just like, that's part of the game, right? Other people are going to be attracted to your significant other if they're very attractive. And I don't have a problem with that. I mean, Roth is gorgeous and she aged really well. To me, I think she's finer and finer every year. To me, every year she blossoms into more and more of a woman. I mean, geez, like if you've seen her, you would probably say the same. To me, that's part of the territory. Guys are going to hit on her and I don't like step up to these guys and like, hey, who are you looking at? You know, that's my that's my woman. Leave her alone. I know there's a line. Of course, if someone disrespects her, then yeah, I will step in and uh, fight for her. That's probably the only time I would. To an extent, if she starts losing interest in me and maybe has an eye for someone else or whatever, then yeah, I would definitely fight for her because I want her in my life. But if she genuinely doesn't want to be with me, then yeah, I would I would give that up. And that jealousy to me is good because it shows that you still have interest in the other person. So like if if I didn't get jealous of other people hitting on her or you know, wanting to take her out, then to me, it just feels like I, I don't even care about her or, you know, yeah, go ahead, take her. I don't care. Like, she's not good to me, you know, like, how how would that make her feel? And to me, like, how, like how, that, how would that make you feel? Like, if Roth just like, well, I don't care about Kenny, you know, I don't care who hits on him. Like, to me, I, I would feel like, I would hope that she got some bit of jealousy if someone else was attracted to me or whatnot. Um, but she she knows my flaws, so she she probably would just be like, "Well, take the motherfucker. I don't care about him." <laughs> but uh, the bad jealousy to me is um, like this weekend, for instance. You know, she went to Atlanta, and uh, Roth has definitely been on more uh, quote unquote girls trips or girls night out than I have been for guys. But then again, you know, I don't have too many guy friends. Um, I have a few. I have one that is my ride or die, uh, but he lives out of town. Um, I have a, a good friend that I grew up with, and he, of course, lives out of town as well. So it's not like I don't have really too many close friends where we can just like, hey, let's pack up and let's go somewhere. Whereas Roth, she, you know, some of the crowd that she's hanging out with and stuff like that, they, they're more outgoing. They're more social. You know, the guys and crowd I hang out, out, out with. Yeah, we we play games, we just chill at home or whatever. And so when she does go out of town or go somewhere without me, I mean, in the beginning, I used to feel like, well, fuck, you know, I'm stuck at home with the kids and you're out here, you know, partying and, you know, having a good time, even though she lets me know that, well, we're not, they're not really doing anything. They're just, they're putting on a show for social media. And um, for the most part, I, I can see that. And at the same time, like, you know, you're still stuck at home while this other person is going out and having fun. So it it can make you feel a type of way. And I'm, I've been learning to just keep myself busy. And I think that's part of why um, this podcast is being done today, too. <laughs> uh, it's, it's keeping me busy. Social media, um, I try not to check it so much because, you know, she is having a good time and I do miss her. And it's a little bit of jealousy that I don't get to be there with her and have a good time. But 
I also want her to have this good time without worrying about me. And, you know, the kids are older. They're taking care of themselves. Um, I took them out to dinner, so we did our own thing. And part of that bad jealousy, I guess, is you you should never be jealous of your spouse or your significant other. Not just about, you know, going out and having fun, but just their accomplishments, their achievements, you know, things they gain, how much they make, you know, in their career or job, stuff like that. I don't think I've ever been jealous in that aspect with her. I've always been super proud of her, especially, you know, with her upbringing and how hard of a life she had when she was a kid. And she's, there's really no one that I've been prouder or more proud of than, than her. So if you're the type that gets jealous because, oh, she makes more money than me or, you know, she just got a raise or she just graduated whatever in her class and stuff like that, like stuff like that, you, sh- you should never be jealous of your spouse of because one, it just, it makes you seem selfish and two, it's just like you don't even care and you don't want them to do better, so that part of jealousy i I've definitely never felt. I think I'm still working on just being okay with her doing things without me. To me, it can be difficult, but she's having fun, and she definitely deserves it. She works hard, yeah, I think that's it. These solo podcasts are short because one, it's hard to carry a conversation with myself. But at the same time, it's it's like I'm speaking to you. So it's kind of like public speaking, but not public speaking. So I, I think I'll get better at it. But for the most part, I think I've averaged 20 to 30 minutes on these. So um, thank you for listening to me rant. Also, the drink of choice tonight is Orion that Roth and I did get from Atlanta last week. Orion is a Japanese beer from Okinawa. It's actually really good. So uh, it's not cheap, i tell you that, but it's pretty delicious. Uh, the fundraiser that we did in November where we sold shirts, I mean, I didn't sell too much. I think I raised about $50, but Roth and I are going to match that because it's a close friend of ours, and um, we're giving it to Amy um, because she her niece is battling cancer and going through a lot of medical issues, so it's the least we can do. Uh, she's always there for us. Don't forget to check the Instagram, follow us, friends underscore of underscore flavor, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, The more five-star reviews you get, of course, the more discoverable you'll be. So that'll uh, definitely help me if you can do that for me. Um, And if you want, leave some good words. I would love that. And so with that, I will say... Don't forget to check on your friends, but more importantly, don't forget to check on yourself. Peace.